0: You're listening to the Collective Church podcast. To learn more about the Collective Church in Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver, Washington, visit us online at thecollectivechurch.com. So, so strong desire um, because sexual immorality stole from my life for 25 years. Stole from my marriage. It stole from my parenting. it, It just stole from my life, and. By the grace and goodness of God, he, he brought together a circumstance of events that brought me to the end of myself, the end of my rope, as it were. And it was the most horrific, beautiful, tragic, heavenly thing that's ever happened to us. And, and God actually used that to set us up for where we are now and the relationships that we have now. And now we look back and we're like, thank God that you, you allowed that to happen. Thank God that, um, that we had to, to walk through what we walked through. How many look back on trials in your life? And you're like, thank at the time it was at the time you like, couldn't see, right? It wasn't fun, right? It wasn't, but, but on the other side, you look back and you go, oh, God, I, I see the tapestry. I see the tapestry of what you were weaving, of what you were doing. <clears throat> so huge passion, huge desire for this. For whatever reason, um, I, I am, I'm really, my ears are really tuned to a lot of the things that are happening right now in our nation in regards to um, tra- uh, trans kids uh, kids transitioning kids um starting horm- hormone therapy um you know young girls starting testosterone treatments um you know young girls having top surgery um for for whatever for whatever reason I've just like kind of dove into that in some literature some you know been reading and I'm um, just asking the Holy Spirit, because this is such a, this is such an attack on, on the identity of our nation. It's such an attack on the Imago day, which is the, the, the breath of God, you know, on the inside of each and every one of us As as we look, that's why we can respect and honor every human being is because they have the image of God on the inside of them. The pneuma, the, 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 the breath, the life of God. And so they're loved by God. And, my my platform is not to stand on the side of a, on the side of a road with a with a megaphone and, and with signs telling them they're wrong, because I be, I believe that the First Corinthians chapter four says that the God of this age has blinded the minds of of the unbelievers, so we we are ridiculous when we start to think that unbelievers should live like Christians, and we're like in shock that culture is deteriorating. Well, there's nothing to anchor to or to cling to. There's, there's no hope. There's, there's, no, there's no future. There's just, there's just grasping. And, and because their the, the, the spirit man is anemic, and it hasn't been regenerated and renewed, because the Bible says that actually, you know, Macy and, and, and Ashton and Taylor, I see Taylor over there, uh, which, by the way, he got his license this week, turned 16. So nice, Heather was able to come to church, and like him and Macy just didn't have to make us late. It was amazing. <laughs> just kidding, Macy. It's, it's, it's your dad. It's not you. Um, but but inside inside of every cell of their every cell of their body is uh, is DNA, and and they, they have DNA from their dad and from their mom. And so we actually have the very divine nature, the very heavenly DNA is stamped on the inside as believers. That's why when we talk about the fruit of the spirit, that that's actually the fruit of the spirit's actually inside of us and its intimacy with Jesus, its intimacy with the Holy Spirit, its intimate intimacy with the father that waters those seeds that cultivates those seeds so that we can bear much fruit that's why paul says that we walk in the spirit and the byproduct of walking in the spirit is the fruit of the spirit and it's a really lovely list it's really lovely and it's contrasted by a really ugly gross list of those that are led by their flesh And so that's what we're seeing right now is we're seeing the flesh just absolutely unhinged moving forward, being actually not led by the Holy spirit, but led by the demonic led by principalities uh, led, I I believe in some cases by, by the devil himself. And so, so yesterday say all that, you know, I'm, I'm reading this book um, right now and, and, and it's just like, it's, it's one of those things where if, if I didn't feel like the Holy Spirit was asking me to, to jump into these some of these subjects and some of these topics, I wouldn't be reading it because it's it's full on disturbing. It's like incredibly, incredibly disturbing what's happening right now, and and, and if our head is in the sand, um, I encourage our heads to not be in the sand. Now that doesn't mean we watch headline news all, all day long because that will drive you crazy, and you have to buy a new TV because you end up hucking your TV out through through your front window. Um, I haven't gone quite that far yet, but maybe have thrown some throw pillows at it, which are for throwing, because they're called throw pillows. That's what they were made for. Yeah. And um so I'm 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 leaning in and I'm asking Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do about this? What do you want me to do? What do you want the Rose Five to do? What do you want Heather and I to do? And um, so, yesterday, or two days ago, I heard on the radio that there was going to be a um, a parade at Lewis Elementary. Um, in if you're familiar where that's at in Southeast Portland, kind of near in the Woodstock area. And um, for whatever reason, I just I was like, I, I, I need to be there. I've got I've got to be there. I've got to I've got to see this. I've I've got to see with my own eyes. Not through a talking head, not through a newscast. I've I've got to see this. And obviously, if you if you go out, if you go to the mall, if you go um, to stores, if you go to certain, I feel like certain neighborhoods in Portland where there's a real principality. Have you have you know you know what a principality is? A principality is, is a demonic force that has has formed over a region or an area because there's been agreement over a thing there's been a lot of shaking hands with an ideology with a demonic philosophy with 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 a sin pattern and over time of shaking hands with that sin pattern philosophy demonic ideology there's what's called the principality and you can drive through a a region of town and you can actually feel whoa there's this this feels different you can fly into a city and go man i feel warfare in the city i feel if, especially if you're a feeler, feeler, and if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, you're like, man, I, I, I can sense, I sense that there's been an agreement in the spirit realm. Now, this is not to scare us, or to like, oh, we can't drive down there, we can't go there. No, it's just like there's an awareness, right? Um, there's, there's parts of, of Portland that you drive through, and all of a sudden there's, a, there's a sexualized area. There's an area of town where there's all these adult establishments in one area, and you're like, how did? How did this happen? This is obviously wasn't like sitting city planning, like a master plan. Yeah, on this block we're gonna put a bunch of sleazy buildings, and we're gonna no. What what it is is it's over time. There's a principality that there, and it's gathered. If you go down, there, there's a place on First Avenue downtown by 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 the, a certain establishment, and there is like you. If you go down there, and you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You will have demons manifest at you. I mean, we there, there's, there's, a, there's a spot, and there is like a demonic something where there are people that are that are actually possessed by demons, and we go down there, and they just start. There's just there's manifesting going on. How many, how many, how many, know exactly where I'm talking about? <laughs> you know exactly where I'm talking about. And their donuts aren't even that good <laughs> by the, by the way, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go. A.K. Okay, I would say far away, far, far away. I don't like to usually talk about specific businesses, people, places, ministries, but I will, I will tell you that there is, there's an agreement happening. Um, So two days ago, I hear, I hear that there's this, this, this parade that's going to be happening and you know, we're, we're in the month, we're in a very colorful month right now. And, um, you know, we, I I really believe we have to check our, we have to check our hearts and our attitudes and our spirits on how we see these things. Right. Uh, Again, we see, we see the sin, we see the, um, we see the confusion. We see the, 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 the false, um, sense of concocted. Um, happiness and joy that has to be, you know, with others. And the voice has to be so loud to drown out any other voices. You know, there can be no questions, no, 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 no questions. If I am even to just ask a clarification question, I am now a bigot, a homophobe. I'm, I'm racist. I'm a fascist. I'm a Nazi. Um, you're, you're all the things just, just for questioning. That's how you know that it's a spirit. It's not rational. And the attack and the backlash and the cancel is so irrational. But yet, we look at, at people and we look at them through the eyes of Jesus. And, and it's the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. It's not the, the loud blowhorn on the, I want to take the, that blowhorn, I want to cut the cord, and I want to shove that blowhorn in that dude's pie hole. Just to be honest, I don't think that's the heart of Jesus at all, whatsoever. Um if you see that your pastor has gone to jail over over beating up that guy, would you please just forgive me? <laughs> know that it was spirit led. Bob said he'd bail me out, so we're good. <laughs> just brokenized mugshots at the paper. <laughs> um <clears throat> Yeah. It's kind of kept contradictory to what I just said. Um, so I go down there and I mean, really, really reluctantly, because I'm like, I, I know that I'm about, I, what I sense is that I'm about to see something that's going to shock me and, and be shocking. And I'm not easily shocked, you know, in working with the last eight years with with people who are caught in addiction and caught in sin, I'm not shocked anymore because sin always takes us further than we wanted to go. Keeps us longer than we wanted to stay. costs us more than we were willing to pay. And it always demands more and more intense and more. It just demands more. It's, it's, it's never, it's, it's never on a descending scale. You know, like I am caught in sin and I am becoming more righteous by the day. No, it's the other way around. It's always, it's always claiming, trying to claim more territory, right? And so not easily shocked, but just felt like, okay, this is, this is, we're, I'm actually going into something that I'm not familiar with or comfortable with. And so, um, I get there, I get to the school and, um, there are the masters of ceremony yesterday, um, or two drag Queens. And this is a children's event. So I I, I come in and there are two drag queens that are, you know, that are masters of ceremony. They're doing all the things. They're performing, making sexual, you know, sexual motions, innuendos. Um, Well, not really innuendos, but I mean, it's it's a very, I mean, you, you hear what I'm saying? And then there's a parade. And what I saw was I saw parents... That we're almost, hear, hear, hear me, we're prophetic off-roading right now. I've not thought this through yet. I mean, th- I've thought it through, but not of how I would communicate it. Um, I, felt, I felt like I was seeing child abuse. I um, Parents were trying to, their kids were looking at this and like, and the parents were coaxing them into saying, telling them how wonderful this was and how wonderful it was and and really you could tell the parents were were very very proud of their non-binary uh, friends i when when i tell you i was shocked and rachel rachel came with me rachel also has a heart for for this community and we her and i are asking holy spirit how how would you have the collective to jump into this into this realm and to minister the love of jesus and the Father's heart to hurting people. What I saw was a ton of hurting people. What I saw was a ton of people who there was no anchor on their boat, but they were adrift, trying to find, grasping at something, grasping at an identity, grasping at for a community. I tell you, there was a sense of community, friends. There was a sense of community. There was a sense of we belong together. And I saw, I mean, I saw these... So many androgynous I I couldn't tell for the majority of the day. If you gave me a hundred bucks and said what's the gender of the I no clue. Couldn't guess. I'd guess wrong. And, and and parents parents flaunting it, parents putting their little, little, little kids, little kids in shirts, purposefully dressing them, purposefully shaving heads while putting earrings, while putting a masculine something and a feminine. Like what we saw was, um, I mean, it just what, nine miles away from us, a gathering a, much larger than this, much larger than this, a church of people and with their mission is to really rid the world of this evil cisgender, this, this, these, these evil heterosexual, um, Protestant, evangelical, white ideas. And that's my message for today. No. <laughs> um, and we just like, Oh God, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Do we do a, crusade. Do we do kids still like puppets? I don't know. It's been a while since I've done children's outreach. Um, what, like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And I I heard the Holy Spirit say, the collective church will be, will be built on the foundation of healthy families. And I just thought, okay, Holy Spirit, give me a strategy. Give me a strategy. Give me a strategy. Um, part of the strategy is prayer and fasting. What Janelle said—it's prayer and fasting. You're like, I suck at fasting. We all do. Trust me, no one enjoys it. I, I've heard people say, like, when I when I fa- I, I, I don't fast because when I do I get headaches. Yeah, that's how you know it's working. <laughs> that's how you know a fast. Well, I I feel I feel like I just have no energy. Yeah, Dirt. Talk to Casey about how food works in the body. <laughs> how calories work and the fuel for, does it? Yes, it's horrible. It sucks. But there's something that happens in, in our spirit man, where our spirit man comes alive. And, and the word, the word, I think I heard Heather say it. The word is clarity. You feel clear. You feel clear-minded and a clear strategy of how to move forward the second thing with prayer and f- after prayer and fasting is so that's a strong spiritual component then the, the second thing i felt was a strong normal component i will say normal everyday like in our everyday life there was something about daniel and and and, and the boys when they got taken to babylon in captivity he said, "Hey, King, let, let me let me do something. King, can I, can we do something? Can we live differently? Was it ten days or two weeks? I think it was ten days." Thank you, Craig. <laughs> um, ten days, and he says, "We we're gonna we're gonna eat different, we're gonna live different, and we're gonna look different." And at the end of the ten days, the the king examined. Those boys, and said, whatever they're doing, like we got to get more people on this plan right here. And here's here's what I hear, hear the spirit of the Lord say: that there we we've got to come into a moment in the Portland metroplex where we look different, where our lives as believers are desirable, where our marriages and and this is not like. This is just called normal Christianity and normal living and normal fruit of the spirit that is brought on by intimacy with the heavenly father, intimacy with the Holy spirit. This is what happens. These signs will follow those who believe. And then, and norm, literally just normal living, normal Christian living. I believe that so many people, and I'm not lump, I'm not saying you, I, this is a big blanket statement and I hate big blanket statements, but I'm going to make some. There is a spirit, especially on the west side of Portland, where, where there are so many people that declare, yes, we're Christians, we go to church, we love Jesus, and I see zero difference in their life from anybody else's life that lives on the block. They might just go to church on Sunday, but there's not a lot of power. There's the, the, the mar- marriages, okay, there's no condemnation, but marriages are ending up the same as everybody else on the block, The percentage of affairs is still the same. The percentage of pornography use is still the same. The percentage of domestic violence is very, very similar. So what am I saying? I'm saying we're just called to live in intimacy with Jesus. And out of the intimacy with Jesus, I believe, because this is the long game, friends, this is the long game in Portland. And he, listen, you can decide if you want to be a political refugee and a move to Arizona and a move to Texas. And if that's what the Holy Spirit's asking you to do, and if that's what God's leading you to do, do it. We bless you. We're going to send you out as missionaries in Jesus' name. You've come in, you've received, and now we're sending you out. And, and I'm, I'm serious about that. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus for all you who are moving to really cool places. There's no condemnation. We have, to, we have to fight jealousy. There's no condemnation. So we're called to live here. But if we're, I guess what I'm saying is if we're, and this, I'm, this is, I'm spitting ball and prophetic off-roading here. I guess what I'm saying is this. I'm saying if we're going to be here, we might as well be here. If we're going to be here, we might as well be here and bring the fullness of Jesus into our everyday lives and our everyday relationships. When you say hi to somebody at the store, you should look them in the eye. You should have a smile on your face because there's a smile in your heart because Jesus lives there. There should be a difference about you. I told the story, Matt Hammond and I were were at the coast and we were just happy because we love Jesus, you know, and we're just hanging out and we, we went to the store and the lady goes where are you guys from the valley you're not from here are you why because there's a coastal oppression there's an oppression there's a there's a, in some coastal towns there is a, a principality there's a lot of drug addiction there's a lot of depression do you remember that Matt she's like you guys aren't from here you're, Lauren remembers <laughs> why what were we doing Did Matt say, ma'am, have you heard about Jesus? No, we were just being us, two guys that are full of the Holy Spirit that are just hanging out, that are just smiling, that are just talking to people that are just sharing the love of Jesus. Here's here's what I, I believe believe that And we're talking about a lot about discipleship movement. I believe this, I believe that parents, as we're discipling our children, we're discipling them, in fact, we're going we're gonna to have classes. We're, we're going to do some things as a church because we have got to disciple our children in sexuality. Our kids have to be strongly, strongly discipled, not only in the word of God, finances, and, and all the things that we disciple our kids in, How to how to shake a hand, how to look direct squarely into an adult's eyes. Like those are all amazing things, but we have to disciple our kids sexually. What does that mean? We're discipling them in monogamy. From earliest of age, we're planting seeds of monogamy. From earliest of age, we're planting seeds of the of the covenant and of the beauty of marriage. From earliest of age, we're planting seeds of of uh, celebration of the gender that they were born and, and the gender that who they are. And this this narrative that if if I'm a man and I'm a little bit effeminate, what the world calls effeminate, then I then, then, then I have to be no 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 no. Jacob and Esau. Esau was a hunter in the Bible. He was a hunter. He was a man's man. He was a hairy brother. He was a hairy dude. He was a man's man. He was like, you ever seen Liver King on uh, Instagram? He was Liver King. Look it up. No, no, don't. He was, he was a dude. He was like, you know, he was just a dude. He killed things with his hands. He came home and he made stew out of it. It It's a dude. After I killed my first deer, the guy I was with, we were in his cabin and my dad and I brought this deer back. I was 12 years old. He's like, we're going to cut the liver out and eat it. And I'm like, eh, no thanks. That sounds gross. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But We can disciple our kids. Um, here, here's, oh, Jacob. Thank you, Heather. That's why I married you. Jacob wanted to stay home with mama. Jacob liked to cook. Jacob liked to take care of the tent. Jacob probably liked making clothes with mom. What would he have been called in 2022? He would have been put into that camp. Why is this happening? Because we're not discipling our kids. You know, and and we haven't done a really great job In the church about it because it's like, it's like, uh, and this is why I appreciate John Harvey, because John Harvey is like a man's man. John Harvey's a dude. You know, John Harvey don't like shopping for clothes. (laughs) Am I right, John Harvey? Yeah. John Harvey likes to kill things and eat them. So what i appreciate is even on men's nights and things like that it's not just a dude fest he doesn't put everybody into the same box and say hey, we're all dudes we're all warriors we're all you know it gets everyone hyped up to be like to this one certain kind of guy you know so we're gonna but he's like no, no no we're just we're just wanting men to be the men that god's called them to be whatever their proclivity is so discipling our kids is this making any sense so here, here's here's what I feel like and here's where I want to partner with you church and we partner together um, I believe this I, I believe that we're supposed to we're supposed to pray for three things so if you've got something to write with I believe that um, lots of people are going to start coming to church I mean it's packed out in here already we need to knock some walls out Um, and you know what people are like well do we want to be a big church after what I saw yesterday I I do and and not to be a big church but I want to impact a lot of people I want to be there to be a lot of people around the Portland Metroplex that are getting the message of righteousness the message of healthy families the message of what Jesus Christ has done for them and that they are secure in the identity of Jesus Christ Um, and that's their identity and it's not their, their binary is not their identity. It's actually, no, I'm a son or I'm a daughter of the most high King. Do you hear me? Now I want you to, um, yeah. Okay. So we're going to pray for three things. So what I see is I see a lot of people coming to the collective church and us influencing and impacting a lot of people because this, this is a ground game friends. It's a ground game and God's going to give us more strategies, but this is the strategy is for families to be healthy. It's for marriages to be healthy. It's for us to be walking in freedom and not walking in addiction. That's why we have Sozo ministry sign up for Sozo ministry. That's why we believe in deliverance. That's why we have ministries like my family revival across the Island and different things out of this church, because we believe in total and complete freedom and restoration in jesus name so that we can walk out so people can see what here's what i saw yesterday because i've i've seen freedom i've experienced freedom and i've seen freedom and i've been in services where testimonies and then we get to watch the life afterwards mark shared a testimony at this last intensive this week of, of something that happened with him and we i've got to And Colby and people around have gotten to be on the front row seat, especially Colby, of the transformation in somebody like Mark, who's already amazing, but when there's complete freedom. You you see, and I could go around the room and I could say to a lot of you and say, "I, I knew you before, and then I knew you after freedom, and oh my gosh, there's such a difference full of life and joy and vision and and you're not being hampered by oppression and sin and and, and all the all the yucky stuff in life yesterday there was i I can let me tell you there was such a heaviness over this event yesterday i was literally watching people forcing smiles onto their face and trying to be happy and telling themselves this is is what I want, and and this is this is good, and this is this is, and it wasn't. You could feel the oppression. You could, I, I tell you, especially, and, and Rachel could attest to this, especially the, the kids that were a little bit older, junior high and high school. Um, the, the, I'm telling you the 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 oppression, the demonic oppression that was on their faces, the depression, the the look of like lifeless, empty, sullen, sunken in, like depressed, depressed, beyond depressed. How much different do we look as believers? How much different has God called us to look as believers? Amen. So to me, this is like the long game. This is the ground game. This is people in every pocket. It's not just our church. There's lots of other churches. So we're we're praying for other churches. We're saying, God, let there be a revival in the city of Portland, so that people can see the difference. Like Dan, like King Nebuchadnezzar saw Daniel and, and, and the boys, he said there is a marked difference in their life. So three things. I have my phone over here. I want, I want to pray for the first thing, and, and this is a little bit backwards. But I feel by the spirit of the Lord that we're supposed to have one of the strongest young adults ministries in town. Young adults ministries. I, for whatever reason, I'm not a young adult. That's been something like, oh, cool. You young adults want to get together. That's great. Go do whatever you young adults do. Polit- spirit spoke to me yesterday and said, "said I, I want to grow the young adults ministry. And I want to see tons and tons and tons of young adults we should be having marriages here all the time this church should be full I, I, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said we should be having weddings here all the time because why because people are in a healthy environment not a meat market this is not you know a dating app but when two people love Jesus that's what happens they get married it's really good and they can start life out in covenant I do you realize that that's happening less and less? 48% of Americans right now are unmarried. The, the highest level of of singleness in the history of our country. Highest level of singleness in, our, in the history of our country right now. Cuz we're not we're not honoring the covenant of marriage. Would you par- would you partner with me and would you pray and say God, would you help the co- would you call I'm calling in college-age young people into the Collective Church in Jesus' name. I I feel it. I feel it in my, where we are supposed to reach this generation like we've never reached them before. So I want you to pray for that. Number two, I want you to pray for the youth ministry of the Collective Church. The youth ministry of the Collective Church right now, we, we meet out at Corbett. That is not sustainable for people on the west side. We know that. We know that. Pray for the right people, the right times, the right leaders in Jesus' name. We're gonna start youth ministry on this side of town here in this sanctuary. Because You know why? Because we have to be reaching, uh, let me just tell you, we have to be reaching hundreds of high schoolers. Hundreds of high schoolers. That, 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 I'm telling you, they are he- hearing an unfiltered demonic message. Like we were so, my, my philosophy was, I'm gonna put my kids in public school because I want light to be in the public school and, 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 and and Heather and I, we're going to be having conversations and discipleship program with our kids so that they can be strong in the school. It got to the place where we, we pulled, we had, we pulled them out of of the public school and now we have the Heather Rose school of higher learning. Um, and of kids who want to do things better. Um, somebody caught that reference. Um, because of what we saw. So we, we need to see hundreds, at, both at Crestview on Monday nights and here in the building and maybe some other spots. Would you be praying with us for hundreds of young people to, to, to come to know Jesus, for there to be a thriving youth ministry on the West side? Would you be praying with us? Thriving young adults ministry, a thriving youth ministry. And we're gonna start putting, we're gonna start putting our, our, our back into it, so to speak. We're gonna start focusing like we've never focused on these things. And then number three, would you be praying for our children's ministry, for a strong kids ministry? Would you be praying for people that are called and see the value? Friends, you are not just watching a kid. You're not just babysitting. You are building up children. You are pouring into their lives. You are showing them the love of Jesus. You are showing them the goodness of God. We're teaching them how to pray. We're teaching them how to hear from God. This is not just babysitting, but would you be praying for our kids' ministry? I believe with the new, this new discipleship movement, it's not a new discipleship movement. It's been around since Jesus told us about it. Hey guys, there's a new movement. We're supposed to tell people about Jesus. It's called the great commission. You know, second Corinthians five we we're to reconcile people back to the father. So strong young adults ministry, strong youth ministry, strong kids ministry, and really seeing ourselves as we talked about last week as ambassadors of jesus christ we are ambassadors of the king we are living in a foreign country i felt it more yesterday than i felt it in a long time we are living in a foreign country but guess what you like every one of us let me see let this one more scripture and then, then we're going to close um for, from our, our off-roading has this made sense Do do, do you sense it in your spirit? Like, that's why this is important. That's why what we do with our life is important. That's why how we, you know, Bob, Bob talked about a couple days ago, at the intensive up at, up at Crestview. He talked about integrity and integrity is doing this. It's, it's, it's wholeness. It's, it's doing the same thing when no one's looking that you do when everyone's looking. That's why, that's why integrity is so important. It's not just for you and not just so you can have a clear conscience, but it's so that we can walk in integrity, so that we can walk in righteousness wherever we go, so that there's a fragrance from our life. Something's coming off of our life. We're being led by the Holy Spirit. When he says, move, we move. When he says, jump, we jump. When he says, go, we go. When he says, speak, we speak. Because we're totally submitted to him. And And I look at it and I just go, man, if... We, we, modern Christianity always wants big events. We want big events. We want concerts. We want big gatherings. Again, nothing wrong with those. But I just look out here and I go, okay, there's, there's over 200 people in this room right now. We, we're going to be in 200 different pockets of Portland all week, all week. I mean, if we were to do the math with how many people we all in this room just interface, we have a massive footprint. We have a massive footprint in the city. Amen? I'm not even mad. I'm happy. I got to read one more scripture. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And thank God for testimonies like Rachel's. Thank God for testimonies like, like Ellie's. Thank God for these these testimonies of people that have gone from darkness into light. And they can testify and say, it's so much better your way, God. It's so much better your way. Amen? Um, it says this. Psalms 24, the earth, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. For he laid the foundation of the seas and built it up on the ocean's depths. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only those hands and hearts who are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their savior. Such people may seek you and worship you in your presence, O God of Jacob. Which, by the way, is all of us in the new covenant. That's all of us that are sons and daughters. Verse 7 says, open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors and let the king of glory enter. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord invincible in battle. Open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors and let the king of glory enter. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of heaven's armies. He is the king of glory. Do you know who what the, the gates are and the doors are? So you and I, did you know that? When it says open up gates, open up doors, that's us. That's God coming through us, To the world. So he's saying, open up gates, open up collective church, open up doors, and let the King of glory come through you to the earth. Let the King of glory come through your life as a a sweet fragrance to the world, a world that is lost and a world that is dying. Open up, open up gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of glory enter. The Lord, who, who who is it? He's strong and mighty. He's invincible in battle. He's the Lord of heaven's armies. He is the King of glory. Let's pray. Let's all stand together this morning. Hallelujah. I hope you feel encouraged. There's some heavy stuff, but I hope you feel encouraged. You're in the battle. Tag you're it. You're an ambassador. Our families matter. Our kids matter. Our marriages matter. The the run to the store matters. The, The lunch break at work matters. Interactions with people matter. Sporting events matter with our kids. With the parents on the sports team, it matters. It matters. It matters. It matters. It matters in Jesus' name. So, Father, I thank you right now. I thank you for every spirit of deception being broken in the Portland Metroplex right now in Jesus' name. We pray right now, God, for righteousness to rule. Lord, we pray for righteous leaders, Father, to to come into power in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, God, that people would come to the end of their rope, and they would know that they're in need of a Savior. Father, I pray right now that we would, like those doors and gates, we would open up, we would let the King of glory glory in, the Lord God Almighty, the Lord who is powerful, the Lord of heaven's armies. Lord, I thank you for the fragrance of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the fragrance of Jesus. I thank you for the love that exudes from believers. I thank you for the fruit of the Spirit. I thank you that that fruit tastes really good to the world. Not only does it taste good to our families, not only does it taste good to us, but the fruit of the Spirit tastes really good to the world. Father, I thank you for people being on purpose. I thank you for marriages where husband and wife are in love with each other. Listen, if you got to forgive somebody, if there's if there's disunity in marriage right now, would you just forgive? Would you just grab their hand and just say just lay it down. Lay 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 whatever it is down. It's it's not big enough to t- to take you off mission right now. Can I just tell you that? It's not big enough to take you off mission. No, you're one. You're one. Holy Spirit puts you together. You're one. You're one. And unity is powerful. Unity is powerful. Lord, I pray that we would exude sweetness from our marriages. God, I pray that we would exude confidence as we walk in our children. Father, I pray our children would be full of the Holy Spirit. Father, they would be, they would be full of identity. God, that they would know who they are. They want. We come against every fear of man, every every spirit of intimidation. Listen, l- listen. There's no fear of man or spirit of intimidation it, it, when when you're living in the wrong kingdom. When you're living for the enemy. L- listen. There's there's, no, there's there's not a lot of opposition. There's not a lot of opposition. And, and, and all of a sudden we've got believers that are struggling with fear and man, a fear of man, fear of what others will think, and, and intimidation. And so we come against intimidation. We come against fear of man in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray even those right now that are that are thinking to themselves, I don't want to be in a fight. I just want to watch Netflix, I want to eat good food, and I want to make money, and maybe I'll... I'll give a little bit to missions. Lord, I I just pray right now in Jesus' name that you would convince them by the Holy Spirit that they're in the fight. Friends, you're in a fight, whether you like it or not. We're in a fight. We're in a battle. We're in a war. We know who wins, though. We know who wins. We are victorious. Jesus has conquered Satan, sin, and death. So, Lord, I thank you right now in Jesus' name. God, we pray as a church, we agree together right now when we pray for our young adults ministry that it would be thriving. God, I pray for hundreds of young adults in this that are coming to this church every single week that are passionately in love with Jesus and that are influencing hundreds and thousands of people. Father, I thank you for strong youth ministry. Father, bring us the right people, the right time, the right place. Father, I pray that high school, junior highers, high schools will be impacted by the gospel of Jesus Christ and real relationships, father godly relationships godly identity. Come on, pray with me, church. And Lord, we pray for our children's ministry at the Collective Church. God, we pray for an infusion of energy. Father, we pray, God, for even for more workers into the harvest field, Lord, for more workers on Sunday mornings, Father, that there wouldn't be burnout, that there wouldn't be a sense of this is a chore, this is a duty, this is hard work, but God, that there would be a sense of discipleship and a sense of, God, I'm pouring in and I'm being used in my giftings. God, to reach young people. And so, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for a revolution. Uh, For prayer and fasting, yes. But, Lord, I pray that there would be a revival in the mundane, a revival in the everyday, a revival in how we treat each other, a revival. Let me remind you of one thing as we close. Jesus said to his disciples, people, the world will know, the world will know of your love. For me, by the way you love one another, people will believe in Jesus and and who he is because of our love for one another, our unity with one another. So Lord, let that be seen. Let that be seen and tangible in every single one of us. I thank you for the, the collective church. I thank you for what you're speaking to us this morning. Even if it wasn't on this topic, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you have the power to speak directly into every heart what needed to be said today what needed to be ministered to today. We love you, we love you, we love you. I pray every every lid of discouragement comes off in Jesus' name. Every lid of, of um, apathy is ripped off in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. We love you. And all of God's ambassadors said. Thanks for listening to the Collective Church Podcast. To find out more, visit thecollectivechurch.com.